0: All right, well, hello, everyone. Um, I wanted to go over some very important information on the SARS-CoV-2 drug vaccines by taking a microscopic examination of really what the Pfizer vaccine does when it comes into contact with red blood cells or a person's blood, and the concerns that I've had with these. Uh, The investigation that you're going to see was a combined project between Dr. Kevin McCarran, PhD, neurobiologist in Japan, Uh, originally from the UK, and myself. And we did this uh, in the uh, last several days, actually. Um, One of the slides that I like to share with people is that uh, the difference between a PhD, MD, JD, is that PhDs actually figure out problems while MDs treat them and JDs typically cause them. And this presentation, we believe, will have all three effects. For the last 22 months, there has been a huge amount of misinformation so much that you know it's it, it's phenomenal how much misinformation versus real information has gotten out there, including people who've said that the virus isn't real and hasn't been isolated to people confusing, virus SARS-CoV-2 with the disease, COVID-19, to misinformation about PCR testing and misinformation about masking, to confusion between the use of terms like cytokine storm versus inflammatory response, which is what's really going on, to people being told to take certain drugs that there's absolutely no proof that they work, while other people are uh, being told that other medications that do work can't be provided all the way from there to doctors not treating symptomatic patients until it's too late to physicians using the ventilators incorrectly to doctors being threatened if they actually uh, try to treat patients with uh, loss of their license or legal actions to the promotion of vaccines that the emergency use authorization documents actually show do not statistically lower the instance of covid or deaths to a failure to provide informed consent for people receiving the vaccines to Individuals overstepping their constitutional legal authority, including mandates to blaming the unvaccinated for the promulgation of vaccines to actually people claiming there are things in the vaccines that simply aren't there and. So it's this latter one that we really want to look at today because there is so much misinformation about what's in the vaccines all the way from the pictures at the upper left hand corner that talk about graphene oxide and and uh, to the right of that little creatures. Uh, the video here that we won't play at this point in time is uh, from a uh, Dr. Z- Z-A-L-E-W-S-K-I, who was giving a presentation explaining that he had found the eggs of these creatures and they're three-legged creatures. A lot of misinformation is simply and has done nothing to uh, add to the scientific discussion and the important discussion about what's in these vaccines. I've been concerned about the vaccines themselves, and so you can see here uh, that I sent Dr. Uh, Borla on the 30th of January the first request for Pfizer information on the emergency use authorization documents. I submitted three of these to Pfizer and have received no response given the concerns, and you can see that we were talking about antibody-dependent enhancement and potential for the gene therapy interactions and knowledge that the lipid nanoparticles actually cross the blood brain barrier and all of the concerns that we had. This document has not been responded to by Pfizer. You'll see that The same thing occurred for the Moderna vaccine that also on the 30th of January, I submitted requests, and we followed this up uh, for a total of three with no response from uh, Pfizer or Moderna. The problem for all of us is that we've been depending upon the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration has reviewed these vaccines and issued emergency use authorization documents. And while there's a lot of material here under this mission statement, the key point is that the FDA is responsible for protecting the public health and ensuring the safety of these medical products. If you also look, unfortunately, at what happens with many people in the FDA, you can see that Scott Gottlieb and Stephen Hahn have uh, actually now acquired jobs at Pfizer and Moderna, and they were former FDA heads. <clears throat> you can also tell that mainstream media with uh, Mr. Smith from Reuters now has a job at Pfizer, and. It's anybody's guess right now where uh, Dr. Fauci is planning to be uh, employed in the future, although given the recent information that shows that he did commit perjury when he was being deposed by Senator Dr. Rand Paul regarding gain of functional research at NIH and NIAID, he might be looking for a new job in the near future and he might have one in China. The failure for any of these uh, vaccine companies to respond resulted in me submitting a letter to uh, Janet Woodcock, who is the uh, head of the uh, uh, FDA acting commissioner Uh, this document actually shows that uh, myself and several colleagues as you can see here on the uh, bottom right submitted a letter requesting from dr woodstock information uh, and cessation of the vaccines until some of our concerns could be uh, taken care of you'll see on the very bottom left uh, a way for you to reach dr woodcock at the fda there's her uh, email address her telephone number and her address should uh, the listener want to take and uh, submit their questions to Dr. Woodcock and I would encourage you to do so. Last week, uh, I received a response uh, from the FDA from Paul Richards. And as you can see here, that document shows that the FDA believes that the vaccines are completely safe, that they've looked at them. And if you go to the middle one, uh, at the very bottom, you can see that Uh, Paul Richards uh, includes in closing, these vaccines have met the FDA's robust standards for safety, efficacy, and manufacturing quality. Now, that's a fairly bold statement uh, from the FDA, and it would suggest to me that they've done a thorough job of evaluating these vaccines and what's in them, and that would include uh, anything under the microscope. And so we decided to investigate what's actually in these drug vaccines. But we did more than people have done in the past with simply putting drops of the vaccine under a microscope. My real question, as and Dr. McCarron's question, was what does this drug vaccine actually do when it hits the blood? And we know that these vaccines travel around the body, which means they're clearly in the blood. Uh, this has been known since 2017. Moderna lipid nanoparticle research showed that the vaccine spread all over the body. Um so we conducted some research, uh, which included a light microscopy. You can see the microscope here, human blood. Uh, we actually took Dr. McCarron's uh, normal saline, the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine, and recording equipment. You're going to see bits and pieces of what we saw under the microscope, both real-time and then some static pictures. This is Dr. McCarran and myself and uh, Professor Luc Montagnier. Uh, All three of us have provided uh, affidavits to the International Criminal Court for a case that's been filed jointly between the UK, France, Slovakia, and the Czech Republic. So here's what we tested. We looked at Dr. McCarron's blood under the microscope so that you can see what blood looks like just by itself with nothing else happening. Then we looked to see what happened when we added sterile. That means there's nothing in it no growth, no garbage, normal saline, to see what that did to the blood. We then follow that up by checking to see what happens to the blood when we injected some of the Pfizer BioNTech drug vaccine. We then look to see what the vaccine looked like just by itself under the microscope, and then we looked to see what normal saline looked like by itself under the microscope to do a comparison of all of this so that we could then report honestly and transparently to you what we saw and show you what's really happening with these vaccines we repeated this several times over many days the red blood cells get their color red because of a combination of what's called hemoglobin and oxygen if the red blood cells lose oxygen, as you can see in the upper two syringes, so that cardiologists like myself, when we're concerned about holes in the heart and the lungs, will draw samples of the blood in the in the right side of the heart, in the left side of the heart, and in the lungs to see how much oxygen there is. Now, the blood coming back to the right side of the heart is coming from the body where the oxygen has been partially used, and that blood is darker in color because there's less red vibrant blood from the oxygen after it goes to the lungs and out to the body it should have the vibrant red color as uh, shown in the bottom three syringes but over the course of this covid 19 inflammation and blood clotting what happens is that the lungs have difficulty getting oxygen into the blood and so the blood loses some of its vibrant color and this is why people have respiratory problems and are short of breath and eventually many of them have ended up on ventilators but if you actually remove all of the oxygen from the blood or you destroy the hemoglobin that oxygen carrying molecule from the red blood cells, the red blood cells lose their color. Red blood cells are themselves unusual in shape. There you have what's called a biconcave disc. So in the center part, they're thinner than on the outer part. And this is where the oxygen carrying capacity is. And so I'd like to uh, run the video here. And what you can see here is uh, the red blood cells under a microscope as, and you can see them moving slowly but surely moving. And it's just a nice example of these red blood cells under a microscope. And um, so that is simply a static picture reminding you of what the red blood cells look like. You can see this uh, a central darker area and then the rim around it. And this is just a light microscope of what red blood cells look like. So red blood cells are biconcave, they have that disc and their function is to carry oxygen from the lungs to the body pick up carbon dioxide and carry it back to uh, the lungs. And the slide that you're on right now, it shows us what happens when you take red blood cells and you simply add normal saline to it, which is called normal saline because it's what's in your blood. So you can actually see uh, the red blood cells In the right half of the field, you can see the red blood cells moving around. That's because the saline has been added to them and that allows them to flow. But you see this vibrant red color throughout with the red blood cells. And there goes some red blood cells floating across the screen as we kind of continue to watch it. And that's because there's fluid there. So you can tell that the normal saline has been added to it. And uh, it gives you a good impression of the vibrancy of blood when it's not been damaged. That's a nice picture of what you just saw. So you can compare on the upper left half is where the blood was so thick that you couldn't see through it. And the, and the right two-thirds of, of the image is just simply uh, the red blood cells being shown with their oxygen carrying capacity. So red blood cells move with the addition of saline. They're biconcave. They're carrying oxygen no different than what we saw with just simply the blood by itself with the addition of saline. You can see the, uh, as we come into focus here, you can see uh, the Pfizer vaccine causing some movement of the red blood cells. And we're scanning around here to show you other areas where the vaccine's not. You can see how thick and rich the blood is. But as we get over into the area where the Pfizer vaccine has been added, you can see the cells not only are thinning out, but they're losing some of the red color. Now, again, that red color is because of oxygen and hemoglobin. And you can see now cells beginning to float together and they are beginning to clump as you see them floating through the bloodstream, so not, or through the the, uh, Pfizer vaccine. And this shows the loss of either the oxygen or the hemoglobin being pulled out and the clumping now, this inflammation and blood clotting that's occurring with red blood cells, just simply with the addition of the vaccine, and this only took uh, a minute or two to really be seen. You can see here a much more pronounced area. This is an area that you can see the complete loss of red color. After another minute, and you can see the movement of the red blood cells there, but they're not so red anymore. They have they have lost their oxygen carrying capacity, so that this blood floating through a human being after the injection of the Pfizer vaccine will have a significant reduced ability to carry the life-saving oxygen from the lungs to the body. And in the next slide, we're going to look at what uh, that appears. We're going to play this video. This is what happens under a higher magnification. So, we're looking at 40 times before, and this is 100 times. And you can now see uh, as we're moving around, this, these are red, and you can see a very nice droplet effect there from the Pfizer vaccine. And you can contrast that to the red blood cells that have not been touched by the vaccine that are surrounding this entire entire area where the vaccine is. And you can see the movement of the red blood cells even inside that uh, Pfizer droplet. And just the sheer lack of red showing that the cells have lost their oxygen. Either the oxygen or the hemoglobin has been damaged simply by dropping the Pfizer vaccine on the slide of red blood cells. So these are two still pictures of what it looks like under 40 uh, times magnification under the microscope. The left one was some of the first video we saw and the right one, some of the latter video we saw. And again, the contrast is very clear. Uh, the area of the red blood cells affected by the Pfizer vaccine shows a marked discoloration. There is loss of the oxygen, which means either the oxygen itself has been pulled out, or the hemoglobin that carries the oxygen has been damaged, which means the oxygen is no longer in the cell. And this is the consequence of Pfizer vaccine being added to human blood. Um, this is not compatible with a a good outcome, as we've seen over and over and over again with deaths and injuries in the VAERS reporting system. Under 100 power, you can see the contrast again, uh, with the left side being some of the first images. You can see to the left half, the. loss of hemoglobin, the loss of coloration from the Pfizer vaccine and to the right part of that image is the are the red blood cells that weren't affected by the Pfizer vaccine. And then in the right half of the image, you'll see that second picture that shows that huge area that that's just a single droplet effect of the Pfizer vaccine on red blood cells and the complete leaching out of uh, oxygen. It's very clear from these videos and we have more we did this multiple times that the red blood cells once the pfizer vaccine is added become paler that means that the oxygen has been lost they're desaturated and the videos show that those red blood cells were beginning to clump and this was in a matter of minutes of just simply being exposed to the pfizer vaccine
1: there you go. this that's one this, of the things the that slide, we
0: say. so this this looks like more crystalline garbage crap
1: mm-hmm we keep seeing this a lot. Don't see it on the slides, but you see it in the in the vaccine.
0: Yeah, but this isn't a, a living creature of some sort or, or I mean this is garbage.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh it's just aggregations and we've seen like crystalline so you can see to the right of it, there's like a sort of there's a fiber like structure sort of coming in and out of yes, yeah <clears throat> There's some down here and.
0: I mean, how do you get by with this? Um, I mean, how does this pass quality control?
1: I have no idea. I, I mean, the, the only thing that I've said is that this is done with, um, minimum wage for the skill set that's required to mass produce it.
0: Right, I mean, they geared this up so fast that I don't think that they had the 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 people uh, trained or or to no, do the job. Think,
1: I think they had uh, many many years. Uh, they were going to go for Zika. The, all all this infrastructure was in place, and that's how they could spin it up so quickly. And um, you know, I hate using their words, "pandemic," but here, here's a lot of. Uh,
0: it is. So you can see here a tremendous amount of garbage material in the Pfizer vaccine. There's no little creatures. Um, there's no graphene showing up. There's lots of lipid nanoparticles, but there's other crystals and there's fibers and there's garbage that simply would not pass quality control. And for, for the FDA to say that they are happy with the end product of this. Uh, and that it meets manufacturing specifications, this is not what you would approve to inject inside of a human being. It's never been acceptable to inject this type of garbage inside of a human being. So what we see here are just three still pictures. You can see in the far left uh, the image of the uh, just one of these crystalline structures you can see in the middle uh some of the uh other garbage and uh, that's seen as, as well as on the far right so there's clearly uh lipid nanoparticles there but there's also just a host of other garbage it's very clear that the Pfizer BioNTech doesn't have graphene it's certainly not to the extent that people have been suggesting. There's no microchips, there's no alien life forms. Uh, All of these conversations have made it very challenging to address uh, what these drug vaccines really do. But it does appear, it is very obvious, and and we had five different vials of the uh, Pfizer vaccine that we analyzed that there's considerable degree in garbage, all of which violates accepted standards for product liability. And certainly it's not in keeping with the expected safety that the FDA is responsible for guaranteeing either an improved product to inject into people, independent upon whether that product is fully approved or authorized for use under the emergency use authorization. So by contrast, you can see what normal saline looks like. Three to six o'clock. That's the uh, whiter area. Shows uh, the slide, and above that is the fluid, which is normal saline, <clears throat> and you don't see Jap- Japanese
1: garbage saline, no,
0: floating around the uh, in the normal saline.
1: This is this is not your. Uh, how would you say? Well, <laughs> the. Uh, Mass-produced. I mean, Japanese caught the uh, contamination straight away. I mean, it's not hard, right? Um, yet they've still gone ahead and yeah, they stopped some But I mean, the the little specks that you see are just artifacts on the glass.
0: So this, uh, I mean, that that's Dr. McCarron and myself talking uh, as we were analyzing this under the uh, under the microscope. Uh, and recording it, you can actually see this is normal saline. You don't see crystalline garbage, you don't see fibers, you don't see other strands. This is what's expected when you inject into a human vein that you not have this garbage. Uh, so, you know, this provides the control. And this was the same normal saline that then was put into the red blood cells, as you saw earlier, that simply caused the red blood cells to float in fluid you know, the saline, but didn't cause any damage to the red blood cells as the Pfizer vaccine did. So this is a nice little example for people of some of the artifact that uh, has actually been seen in the upper left hand. You'll see uh, the streaks going across the glass. That's what um, fluid looks like when it's drying out under the microscope and, and much of the artifact that you're seeing, there's nothing but the drying of the fluid. And then below that, you see those big round rings that many people have talked about being nanoparticles in uh, in the vaccines. Those uh, round rings are nothing but air bubbles on, on a wet mount, and which means that you have a slide that you put something with fluid on. <clears throat> And then to the right, A, B, C, and D, this is actually what uh, eggs look like under the microscope of a variety of different parasites. And nothing like that has been shown, um, uh, including in that initial video that, that uh, showed the support, supposed uh, three-legged creature. There are no three-legged creatures in these vaccines. Um, there's just a bunch of garbage. So the normal saline uh, follows accepted product liability and uh, FDA guidelines and has no garbage in it. The only artifacts that you actually see are the slides themselves, the quality of the slides, because obviously uh, depending upon who buys the slides, if you're using them in a routine lab versus a pathology lab, that you're gonna get different manufacturing qualities of that and that's why it's important to compare these slides, normal saline, Pfizer vaccine, red blood cells, red blood cells with normal saline, red blood cells with Pfizer vaccine. So you can compare. And then the difference isn't due to what's on the slide or the the quality of the slides, but what's really happening as a result of the uh, vaccine and the normal saline. So under the microscope, it's very, very clear that the Pfizer vaccine is filled with a lot of material that simply fails to meet accepted standards For a product to be injected into people whether it be a drug vaccine or anything else Uh, this demonstrates a complete failure on the fda's part particularly when they went ahead and filed letters and documents and sent it back to me that said they're happy with with the product that's out there well if they're happy with the product that's out there um, it either means that they haven't looked at the product Or they've decided that there's a new standard of garbage that's allowed in drug vaccines that isn't allowed in anything else that's that's an fda product um there's a new issue here that comes up with this which is that the drug vaccine manufacturers have had a certain immunity from liability in the past as to reactions to the drug vaccines but that presumes that it's just the drug vaccine there's a different product liability issue now that that is before us and it's strict liability which is uh, the selling of a defective product that unreasonably threatens a person or consumer Uh, that promotes a new legal liability and so for all the attorneys listening to this uh and anybody involved who's had a problem uh, this opens the legal lawsuit opportunities for addressing these these vaccines because this is now a strict liability product liability lawsuit issue not An issue of the vaccines themselves. Again, using the FDA's own words, I mean, this is uh, Paul Richards in response to the letter that I submitted to the FDA uh, that they have, uh, they continue to monitor these vaccines, that they have every confidence in these vaccines. That we can be assured that the fda is doing its job and unwavering in its commitment to us again that the vaccines have met the fda's robust standards for safety efficacy and manufacturing quality these are not the standards uh, uh, required by the fda for products these products what we've seen here from from the videos and the still shots show that the pfizer vaccine itself Causes a desaturation of the blood, removing the oxygen from the red blood cells, which is the function of the red blood cells to get oxygen around the body. We've seen it in and on the left half of this with the loss of vibrant color uh, from the red blood cells showing the oxygen has been pulled out, and the Pfizer vaccine themselves in the in the two thirds to the right of garbage in the materials of fiber strands of other crystalline products of just junk and garbage in the in these vaccines, none of which follows FDA standards or, or required standards for a product to be injected into a human being. The microscopic examination that you just saw, this is the first time that this has been presented, not only still pictures, but actual video recording of what occurs under the microscope examining red blood cells and those red blood cells being exposed to the Pfizer-BioNTech drug vaccine biologic, it clearly showed the red blood cells lost their oxygen-carrying capacity. It clearly showed the red blood cells beginning to clot together, this inflammatory response, and it clearly showed significant contamination in the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, drug vaccine biologics. We're calling upon the FDA and others to repeat this, Anybody with, these, with with a microscope, recording equipment, normal saline, Pfizer vaccine, Moderna vaccine, any of these drug vaccines and blood can repeat this experiment. You don't take my word for it or Dr. McCarron's word for it. This is video, this is, this is evidence um, now being presented to the world, and it can be repeated by any reputable scientist um who has that equipment and the FDA has a an obligation its mission statement is to protect the public it has not protected the public it has failed it provided EUA documents uh, approval when the documents showed there was no benefit from the vaccine statistically in the number of covid or or uh, cases or deaths and now we see for the first time evidence of what these vaccines do when they touch red blood cells and the garbage that's in these Pfizer vaccines and until proven otherwise, all of these vaccines, since the FDA was responsible for for evaluating these vaccines and so miserably failed on on the Pfizer one, Uh, not only for these uh, experiments to be replicated, but for the FDA, the CDC and the federal government to investigate all three of these concerns, the desaturation of oxygen, the inflammatory thrombotic cl- blood clotting effect, and the contaminations. And until resolved, the FDA has an obligation, a commitment to the American public, and I would argue every country's uh, equivalent agencies, to pull these vaccines off the market until these three issues can be addressed. because one of these issues would be enough to pull these vaccines off the market but three of them is game set match this is unacceptable on the part of the fda unacceptable on the part of big pharma unacceptable uh for a mandate the cdc to state that uh federal employees uh, are going to be educated about these vaccines if these if if, uh, police officers and fire and military do not take the vaccines well that. That education then needs to go right back to the CDC and the FDA because here's documentation of real harm being caused by these vaccines and real damage and garbage in these vaccines. I gave the uh, Pfizer and Moderna companies an opportunity to respond to concerns beginning in January. We gave the FDA an opportunity to respond to concerns and got one of these standard, what I consider just basically form letters that says, Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, Dr. Fleming, thanks for being concerned, but rest assured, we've got you covered. We're doing our job. Well, this information shows you're not doing your job. You've got vaccines that are garbage, allowing garbage and debris to be injected into people. We very clearly show that the red blood cells were normal. We show that the red blood cells responded normally to normal saline that nothing unusual will happen but add the pfizer vaccine and the red blood cells lose their oxygen carrying capacity and the red blood cells start to clot this is exactly what i laid out in the 1994 theory of the inflammatory thrombotic response this is exactly what we're seeing with the VARES reporting this is exactly what we're seeing with neurologic harm with with heart, with cardiac harm, with blood clots occurring in the body. This is proof positive that these vaccines cause this type of damage under the microscope, just simply by being added to the blood of a human being. And with that, I wanna say thank you. And I think it's time
1: for the FDA and CDC to actually do their job instead of giving it lip service.